Good morning, and thank you for joining me once again as we continue our Read uh, Through the Bible in a Year devotional series. We've made our way uh, way back to the back of our New Testament. We're close to the end of this journey, and we're in the book of 2 Peter. And so we're going to look at the three chapters of 2 Peter uh, this morning, and we're going to uh, focus in on chapter, uh, chapter 3, uh, verses 8 through 13. And so if you've got a Bible and it's handy, it's convenient, you can do this. Uh, open your Bibles to the book of 2 Peter. Of course, uh, we believe uh, and uh, the, the letter itself identifies its author as uh, Peter, uh, the apostle, the uh, one that was uh, certainly among the, uh, uh, the inner circle within the twelve, uh, inclusive of uh, John and James, and that he wrote this letter. He wrote it uh, authoritatively. He, he wrote it as uh, uh, one giving uh, revelation under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And he writes it uh, pastorally. Uh, it's a word of encouragement. It was a, a word of encouragement uh, to the church of the first century. And it, it has remained a word of encouragement to the church even 2,000 years later. And so after uh, his introduction and greeting, he uh, says a word about the nature of salvation, uh, the nature of how it works its way out in the life of the believer and how we are uh, always to be about the business of making our salvation, our calling and election, he says, uh, to make it uh, sure. And then he moves on to the, the certainty of the Word of God, that uh, uh, while there's much that changes around us, the Word of God remains sure. And then, as we uh, so often mention, he has a word of warning uh, related uh, to the reality of false teachers, false prophets in the church, uh, has always been plagued. It remains plagued by those that would distort, pervert, compromise the, the Word of God. And they are dangerous uh, to themselves, and uh, far more tragically, they tend to infect others. And then uh, chapter 3 uh, moves toward uh, uh, a word of, uh, of encouragement and uh, exhortation uh, related to the return of our Savior, that which uh, remains yet in our future, the letter closes with uh, just a final uh, type of uh, benediction, uh, uh, confession uh, there at the end. But let's look at this section uh, there in chapter 3, uh, and we'll read beginning in verse 8. But do not overlook this fact, beloved, that with the Lord one day is as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slow to fulfill His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing that any should perish, but that all should reach repentance. Uh, but the day of the Lord will come like a thief, and the heavens will pass away with a roar, and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved, and the earth and the works that are done on it will be exposed. Since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you be in uh, lives of holiness and godliness? waiting for and hastening uh, the coming of the day of God, because of which uh, the heavens will be set on fire and dissolved, the heavenly bodies will melt as they burn. But according to His promise, we are waiting uh, for a new heavens and a new earth in which righteousness dwells. And so uh, a reminder that uh, there is a day of final accounting. There's a day in which the, the Lord Jesus uh, will return, uh, not as that suffering servant of his first incarnation, but as Lord of Lords and King of Kings to bring all things uh, to their appropriate 
end. And uh, time uh, is uh, something uh, that God created, but he also exists outside of of time, and so he does not think of time, and we should not think of him as thinking of time in the manner uh, that we do. And so God uh, will carry out his plan and his program according to his timetable, according to his wise and holy counsel. And so it's uh, uh, really the height of fool foolishness and futility uh, to begin to speculate uh, about uh, the whens of how all things will come to the appropriate end. Uh, the charge and the challenge uh, from this text and throughout the New Testament is that we be faithful, uh, that we be expectant, uh, that uh, we be uh, discharging the responsibilities that God has assigned uh, to us. But this day of judgment, the day of return is sure to come in which uh, the earth in its present form will be uh, destroyed and in my uh, way of understanding it to be recreated as a new heaven and a new earth, a regeneration, so to speak, of the created order. In other words, all of the things that uh, uh, are a part and parcel of the fall and its effect upon creation uh, will be reversed in the return of Christ. And so uh, in view of this reality, uh, that that day is sure to come. We don't know when, and we don't necessarily know exactly how it's going to come about, but it is sure to come. He asked the question, what sort of people should we be? And the answer is that we should be holy people, and we should be in pursuit of godliness, and not be preoccupied uh, with uh, both that which is certain, in that certain that he'll return, uh, or that which is uncertain. That is, we don't know when he shall return, but we do know that he will return in our assignment is to live holy, godly, upright lives uh, with a view toward uh, the day we give an account to Him. And so I pray that this is a blessing to your day, and I'll look forward to seeing you once again tomorrow.